0: Check it. Is it working? Yeah. I
1: uh, know uh, why you do that shit. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Check, check. Uh, top ten. Wow. You know how we ride. Top ten. Nothing can make it define me. I load on 50 some shots like the Rockets, if you got the will to define me Cause we get your bodies on bodies, fucking the hoes and the thotties Strap with a Tommy, so you shouldn't try me, cause I'ma tell you where to find me I got Balenci Balenci, Gucci and Prada Vinci. My bitch and Louis and Fenty, pull up to the Stu in the Bentley You need a go, so they sent me, cause I make a case of a Dentley. Chop a spray till it's empty, if you saying some shit, then offend me
0: 21 life of blur, the hate ingredients I'm a stir Keep cooking up, trying to confer, from parking myself to a chauffeur Rolls and millions, is what I prefer, make so exotic, just look at the fur New bitch a baller, I got it from her, future me calling, remember the blur Better myself, word of my mother, your problems are mine if I call you my brother If you my dog, we got one another, my bitch is a bad, you know I'm a stunner Ain't tryna fuck, but I will if you wanna, if you get a kid, you know I'm a runner Stay in Atlanta like baby and gunner, Open that that and I'm watching her run She so bears a percussion.
1: I put her op in the rushin' Take a hit, shit's bustin'. I'm the subject of discussion. Yeah, they know when I walk in the function. Shorty giving me top with a suction. Mama Mac is a caught up in dump shit. See me king of my city, I run shit. See me drippy in Louis and Fendi and Prada. Stackin' my chips like the Pringles and Guala. Backin' on backin', it's too many dollars. I open my pancake and it's too many commas. Backin' on backin', I made it, I gotta. Do shows from New York to Las Vegas, Nevada. Don't like the ops, I can fuck with the drama. Can I beat the new bitch and it's word to my mama?
0: I spark of wood, I'm a wood, I am smoking smoke an eighth Fuck, am I smoking a pound? Till the scroll girl forking a play, Cause I know they be biting and stealing my sound You claim you're the best in the city But you better wait till I get out of town I walk in a room full of rappers from Philly And I'm still the hottest around I'm a king, give me my crown God, I'm shook, looking like skeletons They scared of the kid taking over the game From the land where they in the elephant You know my flow is heaven sent I'm tired of these rappers, you better yet Late night Fade away, waste I can't help you stay. These films got me floating. My bitch bed, don't need clothing. Come to class, I'll be teaching. Think different, no reaching, yeah. Pause the fanny see my day.
2: Alright, so welcome back, everybody, to the Relevant Thoughts Podcast. Um I ain't gonna do that whole this whole intro because I, I low key forgot it. I should write this shit down. Who's that? I don't write in I don't I'm ass nah. I, I should start writing this shit down, but um y'all already heard Someone speaking in the background, so I'm going to let that person introduce themselves. What up? My name
3: is Xavier. I go by X. Longtime friend of Carrie's, Even longer time being a brother to this nigga.
2: Uh, Facts.
3: Yeah, that's just really it. Family and I go way
2: back.
0: It, we really
2: do. And um, I've been trying to get him on this for a while, but... I guess communication never really... Nah,
3: niggas been busy, bruh.
2: So, niggas been busy.
3: A lot of and business moves on the outside going on for myself. I know that you've been trying to get me on, but I'm in a place right now where I couldn't be happier, to be honest. And I'm happy that I'm actually have the time today to come out and spend it with you, so... And,
2: that, and that's good, and I appreciate that. So, for those of y'all who don't know, like you said, me and him, been friends and almost like brothers for, like, for was it, like freshman year of high school before that. I met you. I met you at summer camp when we were
3: little jits just running around. You feel me? <laughs> we was out here when summer camp of Bridgeton. I want to say like 2008 9. We was at uh, fucking I think it's West Avenue right across the street from Bridgeton High.
2: You know what? You're probably right because lately my parents have been moving and they've been finding pictures of like me with people. That I never knew I had classes with, like motherfuckers. I've been, I had, there's people I was in kindergarten with, and then I'm like, when was I ever in kindergarten with them and shit? So you're probably right, in my memory you just faded me. What but you put, yes. if it wasn't
3: there? It was definitely at uh, Cherokee Run Indian Run. That one, that one school off in the background that had like all the bullet holes in it. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the two. I want to say it was West Avenue because that was the bigger program, but like. I also remember who we'll
2: go with that but even even adding you know our friendship since freshman year high school we've been out of high school for five years now and we're oh shit yeah oh shit and (laughs) (laughs) and we you're in high school for four years so I've known this man for almost ten years basically basically at least ten years that's wild I ain't even gonna cap yeah I ain't gonna cap (laughs) (laughs) 10 years is long ass time, cause
3: that's crazy.
2: Nah, so we we're really me and him both been through the ringer of, of like some bullshit, but oh, most definitely, we had most, our friendship tied
3: tried multiple times, but that's not the conversation oh, for today. That's a conversation for another time.
2: No, it's not. And yeah, <laughs> if that, if that's the type of shit that you get y'all bussies wet. Then uh tune in in a later episode. Most definitely. <laughs> most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Today going to be a little bit different because the way me and him act when we around each other is not what y'all normally used to hearing with me or anybody else that be on this podcast. But I hope y'all appreciate it. Don't mind that subtle noise y'all just heard. I I just moved my chair. This shit mighty uncomfortable, my guy. You lying to your fans? No, nah, I ain't lying. I ain't lying to him. All right. So let's get into this topic right here. First of all, how you been? Before we get into that. Well, you want you know, want to you want to tell them how your morning started off? How you just told me? I think all right, was- so. <laughs> so your
3: boy woke up a little late this morning. I got the day off, so turn around. I was like hmm, I'm getting quite hungry. Let me let me go, let me go make myself something to eat. Before that, I I started with a workout, but I was like at the bare minimum, I need to eat post workout. You know, get the nutrients in me. So mm-hmm. I grabbed me a bagel, started frying up some eggs, some potatoes. As you should. Right? I realized that the bagel was cut funny from the factory. So like, you know how to make them? They cut them uneven? <laughs> this bitch was real thin in one spot and real hefty in another. So I was like, damn, I'm going to have to cut this bitch open myself. If not, it's going to come apart. My dumbass <laughs> ass forgot cut, the whole... trying to hold.
2: Like cut it in half and then the, like, the smaller half ends up breaking it?
3: Not even. The... So I, I was holding the bottom half. And then I cut the top half off perfectly, but because I was holding it at an angle over the sink to get the crumbs in the sink of all places, uh-huh. that shit fell into a bowl full of dishwater. <laughs> and I snatched it right out. So like it was only really in there for like 0. 0.5, you feel me? Like just barely touched the dishwater. I'm not gonna say I I was proud of this moment, but I threw it right in the toaster to see if it would <laughs> fix it. <laughs> <laughs> I figured day. Hey, Toaster gets pretty hot. It be burning shit. So why not make the moisture out of it? You feel me? That didn't work. So I had to cut that piece off. But we we here. We got we got bagels and shit. You feel me? So you
4: had you had one fifth of a bagel. Cut
3: <laughs> pretty much, bro. This shit. That corner I cut off is about soggy as a bitch. Oh but,
4: man.
3: You know shit happens. We we live. Yo, know, the, food. The,
2: I know you were. We all kids at one What's the wildest thing you put in a toaster up? <laughs> mm.
3: A fork. <laughs> I was that kid.
2: I'll be honest. Like, nah, yo.
3: I was. I mean, mm, I was a smart kid. Don't get me wrong. Very, very smart kid. But
2: I don't. I don't know because you you put a fork in the toaster oven.
3: To be fair, in my in my in my mom and I's defense, she told me not to do it because what would happen. I believed her. I they just had to it see it for anyway. myself.
4: <laughs>
3: and that's where the problem came. I just had to see for myself.
2: That's where a lot of my problems come from. Oh uh, man, that's like when they tell you in health class, "Yo, wear a condom." Mm, that's
3: mm. been
2: there and, too. And and you don't. And yeah. So. Don't but, Step better. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, that's me. But um. What else did I said? Oh yeah, I remember one time I put a spoon in the microwave. I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying to <laughs> cook something, and my aunt was over, and I think it was at my my grandmother's house, and I was trying to heat something back up, and I put it in there, and as soon as I, I hit that bit, that that motherfucker started sparking like <laughs> like a weed smoker. That bit said. Like the Lil Wayne intro. That's you know what's funny.
3: This happened to me recently too. So like, mind you, had the had the toaster of his story.
2: Mind you, I got some. The shit got smacked out of me at that point in time. I ain't gonna cap. Listen, it happens to the best of us. But I'm 22 years old now.
3: All right. (laughs) This is the first time I've ever experienced something like this, bro. Uh huh. So, I'm in here cooking dinner for the fam. No. Just trying to set some shit up. And uh-huh. I got a can of bean green beans from uh from not Wawa Shop Right. Uh-huh. Wawa does not sell green beans. I know that before y'all come at me. But
2: I mean if they did more power to them, but
3: right. So <laughs> this can had been sitting in the back of the closet for a while. And I was not aware of this. And I uh-huh. bet a lot of people aren't aware of this. But if you leave metal cans in one area for a long time, they can produce static electricity on their own, kind the of pull it from the areas around them, right? I was not aware of this. I, didn't wear, I wasn't aware that they could transfer that to the contents inside the can. I wasn't aware that it could cause some shit to happen, right? Uh, so my ass was like, bet hey, I'm going to make this green beans. Cut the can open, dump them in a bowl, throw them in the microwave. About 20 to 30 seconds in as it's into the microwave, I look up and notice sparking. I'm like, damn, did I leave metal in the microwave? No. The green beans were sparking. (laughs) The fuck you ever heard of a green bean sparking, my guy? This nigga had electric green beans. (laughs) That shit was on fire, bro. I had to snatch it out the microwave and everything. (laughs) That was some wild shit. Mind you, like 22 years of life, I've never seen green bean spark. <laughs> spark, my guy. Like, like not just like, ooh, it's about to catch on fire because it's dehydrated or something. No, I mean full blown, like, z- 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 like electric arcing from microwave to tip of green bean.
2: Them bitches said, "Short electrify." <laughs> oh man! Oh shit!
3: Well, yeah, so
2: so I have a question for you. Fair enough. Who? <laughs> and I feel like you're the number one person I would want to ask this because of your creativity alone. But who's who's five people you you uh, keeping around you in, in the apocalypse? Hmm. Are we just talking about friends and family? Or are we talking about like any anybody, anybody?
3: Shit, I'm gonna have to go with that motherfucker MF Doom.
2: Are you going actual people? I meant like types of people, but oh. I mean we can do either. One.
3: Hey, see, this is why I asked the question prior. I mean types of people. I'm gonna have at least one doctor, nurse, surgeon, someone that has a medical background uh-huh. more extensive than an EMT or something of that nature.
2: I would do a surgeon, but yeah. Yeah,
3: something you feel me, like you know, if I get my shit ripped off, I no, I can I got a chance of surviving a little bit more now. Um, what else? Honestly, a bear girls type nigga He knows <laughs> how to boil his own piss so we can drink water and shit. Cause you know, that's just gonna become a scarcity.
2: Did he actually do that shit?
3: Yeah, bro. Bear girls, different breed.
2: <laughs> that's a that, different that. breed. That's
3: a man right there. If y'all, hey, if Marshawn Lynch ain't down for it, I ain't down for it. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so, uh, there, doctor, them two niggas is out the way. Somebody with a lot of hand to hand combat experience. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times in, in the post apocalyptic world scenarios, you're not really seeing a whole lot of guns. Depending on the situation. Virus outbreak, you'll see a whole lot of guns. Nuclear warfare, probably not going to see a whole lot of guns. Uh, and if you do, it's a scarcity. And then after that, an engineer. And more importantly, a bioengineer, because them niggas That's, border. For the- That's four,
2: right there, right? Yeah. He said, mm-hmm. he said uh, uh, a doctor, a Bear Grylls type nigga, a hand-to-hand combat, <clears throat> and then a, a bioengineer, and then your fifth one. That team is pretty stacked already. I don't know. Uh... Uh, this one, I feel like you're gonna miss it, and you're gonna be like, "Oh shit!" When I say
3: it, I hold on, because <laughs> I'm thinking about the situations that we're in, and we talk about like post-apocalypse. So, like, I feel like that's a pretty solid group.
2: Let's give it the trifecta zombies, nuclear, and virus. The virus causes zombies. They zombies. use zombies, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, zombies.
3: okay. If we go in trifecta, I stick with those main four, and then you're missing the ball with the swift one. Mm, I feel like I am not. You say probably mechanic, okay, I feel like that's a pretty stacked team, but although an engineer would probably. Oh, nah, because it's a bioengineer. That's a bioengineer. Yeah, they'll be able to, to create crops from basically nothing. But like, from this... Now nah, I'm pretty solid with my team. I respect my team.
2: Okay. We've... So let's go my five. All right. Number one, I am going to keep a doctor around.
3: Valid. A surgeon.
2: Valid. A surgeon specifically.
3: At bare minimum, you have to have some form of medical care.
2: Yeah, I'm going to need a PhD. Let's dive in. Um, t- yeah, I'm going to need a PhD And number two <coughs> A survivalist so A what? A, bear type of, a survivalist A bear girl girls type of nigga That's Okay, survivalist Okay, okay We two for two sure. Number three A marine Because them bitches <laughs> Them niggas wild I see why you would say that I see why I, you spoke, I spoke to a Marine before this nigga said he was in Cambodia and the food was scarce. This nigga grabbed the snake, bit the head off, and ate the snake. I said,
3: oh, I How are you line.
2: That that's definitely something that they do. They they were asked to stop doing it by uh PETA and shit. Because it was it was out how here. How are drinking. you how are you human, sir?
3: <laughs> you were drinking snake blood as a as a hazing ritual.
2: But oh my god. <laughs> three. So I would say three for three
3: because hand-to-hand combat specialists and
2: they're mm. all skilled in that, and they're gun specialists, all that.
3: That's valid.
2: Okay. So you can either – that third one, you can either go either or. You can either go Green Beret or Marine, but I'm going to go Marine. Uh,
3: you need, you need a it. level of –
2: right, if all you're right. in the Apocalypse, you need a level of insanity. we out. We're nah, yeah, subbing
3: out. We're subbing out for sure. I'm going Green <laughs> Beret. I'm going Green Beret because Marines is crazy, but Green Berets are the craziest of the Marines. So,
2: like – or whatever branch of or a military that is. Green Beret is army and uh uh
3: The Marines have a special branch. I can't remember the name. I know a lot of people are gonna hate on me for that. Sorry I don't really follow up on shit like this, but uh, yeah, it's I like... do know that the Marines have a special branch that's like top of the line, just like
2: every other branch of the
3: United States military. So Well the
2: Marines give some of their people I think they share it with SEAL team. Don't quote me on that. I might be wrong, but I think SEAL team is composed of Navy SEALs and Marines. I about to say because I know the Navy has the SEALs. I know
3: that uh, Army has the Marines. Berets. Berets. The Air Force has uh, fuck. What are they called? They're not the Devils because that's a, that's a fucking Delta. Is it like Delta Force or something? It's something like that. It's up there with a uh, goddamn with Air Force One. A goddamn. Goddamn L4 1 <laughs>
2: <laughs> But uh So so Marie at three number four <clears throat> You got two more guy number four I'll take i I'll take a mechanic I'll take a mechanic That's a valid statement Like you gotta know how to fix some shit Mechanically Because if you see a broken down car He's like yo I can fix this Just give me like Four hours And I can get us up out of here Yeah
3: because Like don't get me wrong I am mechanically inclined I can fix a lot of shit When it comes to
2: Uh, Oh oh! I know Trust me But A seasoned mechanic I try to go to this nigga. Yeah like
3: A seasoned mechanic They'll be able to Look at some shit Without even touching it With their hands And just be like Yeah it's such and such Listen to it Yeah it's such and such So like For me season mechanic would do me better than just trusting on my own mechanical
2: skill. Cause I'm still getting there. Exactly. Getting there. And then number five, a chef, a top tier chef.
3: All right. I'm going to, I got to hear that chef. explanation. I gotta, I gotta understand where you're coming from with
2: that one. So if, if we find vegetation or food anywhere, you go right in a grocery store, you can grab anything at that grocery store and you have a, a high quality chef, he can make, like you said, with the bioengineer, he can make something out of nothing. I can go and grab him some Cheetos, eggs, bread, uh, a type of meat, cheese, and all and stuff like that. And I can get this nigga to make me a sandwich, make us sandwiches to ration out to get us by until we can find more food. Yes, gourmet I style. I don't see. I mixed emotions about this because I feel as though
3: adding a chef doesn't really overall improve the survivability of an apocalypse. However, it does improve the quality of life throughout the apocalypse.
2: Slap a pistol on that, and then boom, there go your quality. Like, eh because like you, I think like a chef.
3: Late game in the apocalypse, like he survived on his own for a couple years, and then you bring him in. Different story. Uh-huh. Death, early game apocalypse, when everybody's scared, everybody's hungry, I feel like that nigga's gonna be the most likely to turn on everybody.
4: Oh, you made me drop
2: my croissant.
3: Yeah, and then he's gonna fucking blick up the whole squad, like... <laughs> so... That's it! I <laughs> do <How laughs> you meet Rose? Negroes. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I can't. I can TikTok. It was like down with the niggers. Down with the yes,
3: bro. <laughs> you listen here, you nigger. That that's what it. That's what it was. <laughs> so I can't necessarily say I agree with the chef.
2: <laughs> Still, solid, solid group, solid group. Uh, yeah. Yo, real question: If I was to get canceled from this podcast one day, would you come to my defense, or would you go on one of those? Uh, social media tours where people are like, Oh, I know him for a long time, I wouldn't expect this from him, but uh, social media tours because then I can still, I bring, would, I, I would I say he, he's not like this.
3: Nah, at that point, I'm gonna be like, Damn, I didn't know he was like this, that's crazy. <laughs> and then as you uh get slandered and I make my money, I'm gonna bring you back out of it by being like, Hey yo, redemption tour, then we doubling up. <laughs> You're <laughs> out That's a business plan You know niggas do that all the time Look at Kanye right now Look at Kanye <laughs> I didn't mean to trend over the Super Bowl It's fucking trending over the Super Bowl That man's got it figured out In his terms of business plans it's Hey
2: he, he suffers from bipolar depression But he hey, knows a little something
3: something <laughs> That BPD bag, bro That BPD Duffy is different
2: Yo speaking of bipolar depression Ooh. Remember our psychology class in high school?
3: With Mr. uh
2: McMahon? Yeah. Yeah, I swear. So some of y'all might might know who we're talking about. Some of y'all don't. We had this teacher in uh the high school we went to named Mr. McMahon. Low key, one of the funniest teachers I ever had in my life. Good dude. Good dude. Cool. Good dude, cool as hell. And funniest shit, sarcastic as shit. Yeah. So
3: that little sarcastic shit would get on my nerves. I'm not gonna hold you, but but that
2: shit was funny as hell, when it but wasn't projected 20th. towards you. Most definitely. <laughs> so, uh, who was it? Um,
3: I remember the time he came after uh, Gollum and Fox. Oh yeah, <laughs> bro. Think now. I think about it. That class was stacked. Like I don't know. It really was reminiscent shit, but like me, you, Gollum, Fox. I think Solomon was in there.
2: No, nah, Solomon wasn't in there. You sure? Yeah. It was me, you. No, it was Chin. We had yeah, Chin. it was me. It was me, you, Chin. Uh, what was he in there? No, nah, he wasn't in there either.
3: I'm pretty sure Chin was in there. It was either Chin or Solomon. It was another... These, uh, these are all...
2: These are all hey, y'all know who Solomon is, but these are all people we went to high school with. No, nah, he wasn't in there. It was me, you, Jared, and Fox. Dow. Dow was in there. I remember and, Dow. And who else was in there?
3: Speaking of Marines, Dow is basically... Like five steps from being a marine.
2: I don't know what the hell he is.
3: He's I he was a
2: national. I thought he was in the National Guard, and he was a he was a CO for a while.
3: Yeah, he's a he's still in the National Guard, and I think last time I checked, he's a state police officer.
2: What the hell? I expected that from him.
3: Yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, good guy, always had his head on straight.
2: But this man Fox is a cop too.
3: Oh yeah. Um, me and Fox still talks time to time, not often.
2: But if Fox pulled me over, I don't think I could take him seriously. Like I, I would be like, "Yo, bro," <laughs> They just start joking with him. And then he's uh, like, "Yeah, you got tell light out." i like, "All right, man, have a good night," and just drive off. Like,
3: <laughs> if Fox pulled me over, I think he would laugh more than he would try and be serious. He said, "No, nah,
2: but seriously, step out the car and spread." <laughs> yeah, seriously,
3: I would need <laughs> you to put your hands behind your back. You have outstanding words, I'd be like. Come on, now. <laughs>
2: You have a best one for your arrest. I'm to easy it. sorry. Yo, but yeah. good seeing you, man. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. I can't speak to you right now, but I got you soon. Type deal.
2: <laughs> but nigga, really? Wait, you ain't had to put me in cubs. So you know I ain't gonna leave. He said, Yeah, it's a technicality. Yeah. Why?
3: <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy. I can't even imagine it getting... yeah, nah. Different breeds, different breeds all around.
2: But I've kind of been waiting to tell this story, because I needed you specifically uh, to tell this story, and it's the, one of the funniest things I remember from high school is the fact that you almost got into a fight with a female in geometry class who suffers from narcolepsy. And...
3: <laughs> is it bad that the, like... The first person that came to mind wasn't even a female. I'm not going to hold you. (laughs) There was only one person that I really remember brawling with in school, and that was it. Who? Sahil. Oh, yeah. I smacked that nigga outside on on the tennis courts. We almost got kicked out of prom or homecoming or one of them shits. (laughs) They're like, you're hey, athletes, he, you're supposed to act right. I'm like, I don't know what
2: the fuck sport did he play? Uh, he, golf. he golfed uh, yeah. varsity golf squad guy. <laughs> no, nah, that's a little cool dude, though. Like, heat, he cool now in high school. He's, he's a little kid, no ain't gonna cap, but like, to mm. his senior year, and, and like now, when I see him around, he uh, you know, because now I could, we can drink legally. So, his family owns a liquor store, so I've seen him in there a couple of times, uh, in some compromising, you know, situations. Most definitely. Each time this man seen me, I had a, a whole fifth of honey in my hand.
3: You look like an alcoholic, sir. You sound like and, alcoholic, uh, sir.
2: Nah, I was <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my god. No, no, no. That's not me. That's not,
3: me. <laughs> no, it's not for me. Who's it for? You know, the people's.
2: <laughs> nah, like I was dressed down, right? I was like drip the fuck out. Cause I was going to a party, and I'm buying a whole fifth of Hennessy, and then I'm buying, like, another bottle of... I had way too much money at the age of 21, because that that was just reckless, because I was just buying any old anything to drink. I'm about to say, I can't even be mad
3: at but that I, because it, I was... I, too. I was in that same position, but I wasn't spending my money on, like, drinks and shit. I was more spending my in, money on just food in general. Thing,
2: you were in college, though.
3: Uh...
2: Yeah, I was,
3: but like, so like
2: your 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 aspect of drinking is a whole lot different than mine. If that wait, makes
3: sense. Hold on, now now we gotta go. Now we gotta talk about this. We gotta talk about this. What what would you define as your perspective of drinking as someone that didn't go to college? Well, you go to college, but didn't have like the on-campus experience per se.
2: Like, um, okay, so I have I have both of them because I didn't go to a big campus thing. It was a community college. Yeah. So, my the way I got around to like parties and drinking at parties through that was like I knew people were like, yo, I'm throwing a party. People I was just friends with. I'm just throwing a house party, da da da. And I, but I at that point in time, because I was young, so I I was already like I had already dropped out of college. Yes, yeah, so I'm a college dropout. call me Kanye. Anyway, so, nothing wrong with that. Ain't so, yeah, wrong with ain't that. Not. Plus, I'm going back. College. College is not for everybody. It's but, not.
3: You gotta figure out when it's the right time for you.
2: And I, I like working with my hands, so I'm planning on going to uh, to um, uh, technical school.
4: That's valid. Uh, see, it I want
2: just... to get my, I want to get my HVAC license. So yeah, plus see? it'll it'll give me a bonus and a promotion at my job currently.
3: Not to get too sidetracked, but ultimately, college isn't for everybody, and sometimes you have to take a different path, even if you were already in college and like take a year off, take. Through your four years off, shit, wait until you're 40 to go back. It really doesn't matter. Whatever makes you happy is what you should follow. And yes. oh God. but oh follow, God. That pers- follow that, follow that alcoholic perspective.
2: So, I was so I'd already dropped out of college, and it was friends I have uh, friends I made at the job I, I used to work at, uh, at ShopRite. Mm-hmm. So, one of them he would just throw house parties like every so often, like on holidays or just whenever he felt like to own a house party. So now I'm 21. I'm like, yo, I'm going to go get lit. I go to the liquor store. And, uh, well, already in a Hispanic household, you and I both knew this. You already started drinking by the time you're 16. Like, you already yeah, And if you're alcohol. not drinking,
3: you're at least offered alcohol, like, consistently. Yeah.
2: So so I'm like, I already know what I'm drinking. So when I first start going to, like, parties and being social, I just got out of a relationship. We're not gonna get into that. Um, and so I was like, you know, I'm gonna be free. I'm gonna let my wings fly. Fuck that shit. So then I was like, I was only 20, so now I was just drinking there. I got super fucked up, passed out, blacked out, threw up, all that shit, the whole works. Right. So now mm-hmm. I'm turning 21. I'm more seasoned at that point. I'm like, yo, I know my drinking limit. I know what I can drink. I know what I can and cannot handle. Yeah. I want to dabble into some to some real. Like, I'm that, nigga shit. like, I'm him, I'm one of them. That's All what right. I that's the type of attitude I had. So, I start drinking Henny anytime I go to a party. I'm like, yo, can you bring the Henny? I was known as the Henny, nigga. yo, can you bring the Henny? Yeah, I got you. Yo, you bring the Henny? Yeah, I got you. Yo, we gotta take a shot of Henny when you get here. I got you. That's me, right?
4: Mm-hmm. So, then
2: I turn into a completely different person when I'm drunk off of Hennessy, mm. and I don't like that. So, Mm -hmm. that goes into my next point where I'm I'm a beer drinker now. I like beer. I don't, and I'll do like other alcoholic beverages, but like, as far as like dark liquor and stuff like that, like Henny and stuff like that, i leave that stuff alone. That's valid. That's valid. So, Henny makes me very horny. This guy. (laughs) I wouldn't say horny, but I'm like very like like just oh, I'm really, like, I'm a cocky-ass nigga, right? And I get very violent. So, you know how big my hands are. So, I get heavy-handed and I just start, like, (laughs) daffing people up, like, very rough. Terrible. Giving people hugs. And I just start punching people. Yeah, so I don't, I'm I'm not a good drunk when I'm off a henny, but when I have beer in me, I'm a politeful person to be around. Funny. I crack jokes. Yeah. No more than I usually do. So, that was that. So, then, my friend Matt, he was going to college. He was at Rowan, so I was going. He was throwing parties like he wasn't a friend, but he was throwing like dorm parties almost every other week. Okay. So, I, so I would go to his parties. So, I would go to his parties, get that experience and things like that. And it's got like he's got like a whole six person dorm to himself. Ah, uh, okay, um, okay. And then it's like twenty plus females there. 20-plus guys there, whole bunch of people, everybody just vibing, and partying, loud music, lights, shit. Yeah, just good that. time all around. Yeah. So I got to experience, like, both, like, like a social party drinking and then, like, a college party drinking. But then... I,
3: I guess my point is, so, like, not to cut you off, but that's a good point to, to kind of juncture off of. You got to experience it from, like, someone that's at like Community and Rowan and, uh-huh. like, being in the dorms and whatnot. Yeah. But... For me, my college experience was, like, the dorm party aspect was so common that it wasn't considered a party, if that makes it's sense. Like
2: it was like a giddy, like a get Yeah, together.
3: that's a giddy or kickback. Like, that's that's some calm Wednesday night shit when it's not party night and you want to go do something. All right, hit up the bros, hit up a few girls, and they come through or whatever. Yeah. Um, and. For us, because you know, college kids, if you're on campus twenty four seven and you don't have a job or whatever the situation may be, where money is tight, I mean, money is usually tight regardless, but you know, on campus, sometimes, most of the time, it's even tighter. Um, these people end up having to find cheapest versions of alcohol in the <laughs> biggest quantities possible. So when I was introduced into alcohol, mind you, I'm a smoker. I smoke weed. I don't smoke cigarettes or blacks or anything like that. But I don't even use tobacco papers for the weed that I smoke. It's either rice papers or hemp papers. So uh-huh. for me, drinking started by drinking nothing but hard liquor. Oh, boy. So, like, my first introduction to hard liquor was Captain Morgan yep. and Spice Rums. And like, yep, that'll do it. Uh I know I'm not a white. I can't drink white liquor. I can't drink vodka unless it's mixed in some type of juice. I can't drink.
2: Yo, but I'm the opposite. Like that new Amsterdam shit.
3: Like I had a, the pineapple one. I, yeah, nah. See, I, 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 got, I got a story. I got a story for pineapple new or not even pineapple green apple, New Amsterdam. Um, oh. but I'll get there in a second. So. <laughs> When it comes to alcohol, for me, it's always been like, I'll drink and I can handle my liquor. There have been times where I should have been well, I was well over the limit, but was still the most cognizant out of the group. And that Mm -hmm. for me has mixed emotions because like, if I can handle that much, I don't want to see what it's like when I get to too, too much. Yeah. So for me, I just kind of stay away from it because I don't want to test the waters to fuck around and find out and then end up in a situation that I can't necessarily control or make life-altering decisions that I can't Say that I had a clear mind
2: for her. So, wake up, booty, butt, naked at some girl bed, and you only know her name, and she, you wake yeah, up, yeah, like her wailing screams.
3: Or it's three years later, and niggas are still drinking the same way that they was one night three years prior. You feel me? Like just I've watched people go down that road in college, and I guess that's what I was getting to next is the college life when you're able to go back to your dorm room and don't have to worry about getting to a home or an apartment off campus. Mm-mm. You watch people push the absolute boundaries of what a body can handle. And, like, you think, like, oh, like, yeah, college kids are crazy. And, like, of course they're going to try and push the limits. Blah, 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 blah. No, bro. Bro,
2: the amount of drunk females I've seen at Raw like, Bro, drunk females, to get back, drunk males, like. Stumbling it, to get back to their apartment. That like, shit after is. A hey, to
3: it's a degree, almost, I'm not going to lie. It's a little scary to watch. But on the bro, other it's, hand. It's
2: kind of sad. Like, yo, anybody in a black man can just pull up. His judo kick put you in the back of that bitch. Bro, the niggas that could be
3: walking with her could be the the predators. The shawties that could be walking with them could be the predators. Like, There's just so many aspects to the situation that that's why I don't like drinking. I'm not a giant fan of it. But I have about three stories, two that I'm going to share (laughs) where the alcohol got the best of me. (laughs) So story number one. Sophomore I'm on campus. I just gotten done track practice for the day. Um,
2: is, this the, uh, I mean, is, this, is this the year that I came and visited you that one time, that one weekend?
3: Yeah, so the, you visited me spring semester. This was in the fall semester, about four weeks before winter break. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So um, for me, like track is starting to pick up because we're starting to go to meets. Um I had worked on campus. So I had a full schedule. I worked, I had four four classes. I worked about between four and seven hours a day on campus
0: mm. as
3: an intramural um, coordinator. And uh, I had track, of course. So I was also running and lifting weights and all that. So running, niggas was busy. So when it's time to turn up, niggas was trying to turn up. <laughs> Thursday night, I go and I go to. My now ex girlfriend's room, and they had already started the pregame. I had just gotten off work, was getting ready to head over, and I had a tiny bottle, not a tiny, it's probably like a fifth of Green Apple New Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. So, niggas are there. They're already sloshed. They've been drinking for about three hours. They're in a good space to where they can go and not have to drink anymore and will be good for the rest of the night. Mm hmm. I'm like, bro, you gotta catch up. I'm like, of course I gotta catch up. You already know. I should have known when my girl at the time looked at me and was like, You not about this. And I was like, I'll be fine. Don't worry. you not about it, pussy. Pretty much. Like, she looked at me like, you could outsmoke everybody in this room, but when it comes to that liquor, you don't drink like that. Like, just chill tonight. And it And, and mind you. To kind of preface in this in terms
2: of drinking you're you're considered a lightweight because of your weight and your stature.
3: Yeah but I can handle a lot of alcohol. This night though I did not eat <laughs> that that's the this is the important part of this entire story. I did not eat. I had been so busy that day that I had kind of surpassed the point of hunger and was just kind of vibing. Like you know when niggas just get so hungry that they stop feeling hungry and don't mind not eating at that point. Yeah, I, was yo, at, I
2: really, I hate that. Like, I yo, hate I'm, that shit, too. To like,
3: but I because really, I was really so caught eat. up in trying to go out and get drunk, uh-huh. I forgot to go stop and get food prior to drinking. <laughs> so I started drinking like I had food in my stomach. Oh, boy. So I killed that fifth in like point 0.5. Like, chug, chug, chug. Throw the bottle to the side. Let's go. Hop an Uber. Get to the party. I'm not a claustrophobic ass nigga. But I'm going to explain why that was just brought up. <laughs> We get to the party we walk inside i can realize that i'm not really able to look at the setting and understand the layout of the house mm-hmm. red flag number 1 i'm like i don't feel drunk but i cannot for the life of me map out the interior of this house yeah that's how you know
2: you're tipsy that's like, how you know you like, get to that feel, point i don't so, feel drunk but like i can't focus my eyes i can't, I can't focus, focus on a shit right a man now or dog. a very ugly female bro and not I'm scared
3: even, like, i'm just standing there i'm like damn, like, we just walked through the living room back to this little hallway to get to the kitchen, but we could have just went through. Like, it was a weird layout.
2: You start overthinking stuff? Yes,
3: bro. And then, of course, I don't know if if anybody in this area has ever been to a stocking party in Egg Harbor City, but all the houses in Egg Harbor City are historic houses for the most part. So they have classic layouts. So you usually walk into the front door. To the left is your living room area, common area. On the other side of that is usually a dining room. When you walk through the dining room to the right is usually the kitchen, and it loops back around into another den area. And then there's stairs that go upstairs when you first walk in, and a hallway that goes straight back to the kitchen. So it's got a very classic layout. Mm -hmm. We walk right in. Everyone kind of disperses, and except for my girl at the time. She was kind of around me. I could see where she was going, but I couldn't, for whatever reason, keep up. Red flag number two. She says hi to her friends, and she's like, hey, you want to go into the basement? There's a DJ downstairs. I'm like, yeah, where's the basement door at? We get to the basement door, it's a pitch black door, bro. Like, door's open. You can hear the music coming from downstairs, but it's pitch black. This is, my like, one of my first few times being at a college party, and every other Mm -hmm. time we went to the basement, it was lit, like, lit up. Mm -hmm. So, I'm like, all right, this looks interesting. Go down the steps, make it down the steps, and it's like you enter another world. Not even going to hold you. I'm six foot three for reference. The ceilings in here are about five eight. <laughs> so I'm already hunched over as soon as we get downstairs. And then this basement was sectioned off. So one half was like keg room and chill spot because they had like a window and it let in cold air and like niggas were just kind of chilling in that area. Uh, the other side of this cement threshold <laughs> was. A blue rave blue like bluish pink rave lights and the dj was clearly in there and there's a bunch of niggas just stuffed in there like it looked like a bunch of sardines packed into a can like no funny shit i've never seen that many people in such a small area <laughs> so close like you step through that threshold and it jumped up another 15 degrees in temperature because there were so many niggas in there so mind They're you this is all there, pre-covid like, yeah this is all pre-covid and like niggas don't care about personal space and all of that so
2: i went so far to like that post-covid
3: yeah so you can only imagine pre-covid it it was even worse so like (laughs) we walked through the door i'm standing there mind you now the ceiling goes from being like five foot eight Mm -hmm. to like five 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 six in that (laughs) range so i'm hunched all the way over at this point everyone is in there dancing though like moving, like I know that if I was even sober, they would be moving too quick to make sense. Mm -hmm. Honestly, now putting that together in my head, they're probably off coke or something. But like (laughs) (laughs) in the moment, I'm just focused on like looking at the crowd, seeing if I know anybody and like I can kind of pick out a few of my taller friends from like hooping and shit on campus. I'm like, all right, like they slaps over just like me. So the way this house was set up, there's this there's this HVAC duck that ran along the wall closest to the threshold and like you had to duck under that to get underneath to the other side of where everybody was dancing at but you could stand in between and there was actually like a for whatever reason a tall part where i could stand all the way up with my back against the wall Mm -hmm. at this point the alcohol is hitting me i mean like beating the brakes off me bro i could not fight any feelings that was going on i'm just there in the moment trying to keep myself standing
2: Amsterdam was beating you like you stole something
3: Bro, that shit was whooping me like I came home in a late night school. Like school was the next day. I came home with the fucking street lights on type shit. <laughs> so I go. I'm standing there. My girlfriend comes up to me. She's sitting next to me. She's like, you don't look so good like you want to go outside. And I'm just trying to focus, right? I'm just trying to get my brain wrapped around. Because now I'm standing straight up. So the HVAC system is like about six inches to seven inches from my face. Uh, so I already have that claustrophobic feeling. And then, for whatever reason, I looked left, and it looked like the HVAC system and the rest of the house just disappeared into darkness. And then I looked to my right, and I could see the DJ booth. The DJ booth had, like, a halo of lights around it. So, mind you, all I drank was Amsterdam that night. It wasn't off no shit. But for whatever <laughs> reason, it looked real real religious in that section. looked real holy. So... Whatever reason, the, the lights just got real bright. And I was like, Ayo, hey, I gotta go outside. Like, I'm, I'm losing it. She was like, All right, like, you think you can make it up the steps? And I was like, You I can try. I get mm-hmm. out the threshold to the bottom of the steps, and I had to stop. I felt it coming up. I was like, mm-hmm. dang, I'm not gonna make it outside, and I don't wanna throw up in the kitchen. That's gonna be gross. I don't wanna throw up in the hallway or on the stairs, that's gonna be worse. Like, <laughs> I just need a moment to gather myself before I try to make it up these stairs and outside. As mm-hmm. soon as I said that to myself, I looked to my left and underneath the basement stairs was a sub pump. Mm-hmm. if anybody knows what a sub pump is or doesn't know, it's a little mechanical plastic cylinder that has a pump inside of it. And if your basement floods, <clears throat> it will pump the water out the house. Yeah. Me and my drunken state, I noticed the sub pump and realized I had to throw up right then and now. So I said, if I throw up on the sub pump, it'll pump the water out. I proceeded to throw up everything in my stomach while everyone recorded me. And it was a rough time.
2: Oh my God.
3: That's story one. Story two. Yeah, I can tell that one. That that one's more recent. So back in November, now mind you, out of college, um, looking to go back but not really uh, mm-hmm. moved in with a college roommate that I had a couple years ago and his birthday had come around so from my impression it was just supposed to be him a couple of like a very very few of his friends like friends that he considers family like you and I type family mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and mainly his sisters and younger siblings that are about our age so like it's supposed to be Personal intimate. I didn't think he was inviting people like me. Like, not that I don't consider him a brother, of course, because we live together. But just didn't think I was a part of that group. Yeah. Um. He texts me. My other friend texts me like, "Yo, where are you at? Like, come back through." All right, bet. Mind you, this is where I realized that even the dark leader can get to me at times. <laughs> that night, I had a fifth of henny I had brought with me. Mm-hmm. Lately, I've been on a moonshine kick because my family has. Both Backwoods and store brand moonshine. What so Yeah, so we, we didn't get into the moonshine that night. But we did get into the plentiful amounts of liquor that we had come across that night. So as soon as I get there, everybody's drunk. Everybody. Now, this time I'm dating someone else. Oh. Uh, she shows up with me. And we're just kind of in the moment. And while I'm there, they're like, oh, X, you got to catch up. I'm like, babe. I hold up that Next time somebody tells you,
2: you got to catch up, I think that's the sign that you should go.
3: <laughs> Yeah, right? Because as soon as I said that, I don't know what clicked in my brain, but I was like, bet, I'm finished this whole bottle right now. And they're like, yo, chill. Like, yeah, <laughs> yo, like chill. your head was
2: like, yo, you think I'm pussy or something? Like, like no,
3: <laughs> literally. Like, look at them like, hey, yo, you really trying me right now? This is really where you want to go back?" Like... Because I ain't no bitch. <laughs> so niggas... Bro, I've, we took two shots of that Henny bottle as a group. It's probably about eight shots from the bottle.
2: Yo, why is my dogs acting like that?
3: No, nah, they bugging out for real, for real.
2: They really is. That's some bullshit.
3: But what you call it? Yeah, so we took about eight shots from the Hennessy bottle. And now it's about three quarters of the way full. Little between three quarters and halfway full. And everybody's kind of making their way to the living room because, like, sisters had walked over there. um, All the niggas was still in the kitchen, but they were slowly making their way towards the living room to see what the girls were doing and, like, you know, just kind of following the vibe of the party, right?
2: Yeah.
3: I was left unsupervised, and I'm not blaming nobody. I'm an adult. I should be able to take care of myself. But because the, the thought in my head was I need to catch up, I killed the rest of the Henny bottle by myself in the kitchen. It didn't taste like nothing. Red flag number one for that night.
2: Oh yeah, as soon as you don't taste nothing like when you drink henny, you got that's that's when you just tap out. Stop. That's where you stop. You you don't take nothing
3: else for the rest of the night, right? If it t- if the henny
2: tastes like water, tap out. You done.
3: Yeah, you done for the rest of the night. You capped. Just go sit down somewhere, get a water bottle, vibe out. Right. Mm-hmm. I ain't do that. So. Yo, I the, the feeling bottle.
2: you get when you coming down from your from your drunkenness from henny is like so it's so relaxing. I don't know
3: why. Oh, yeah, because you realized you made it through hell and back. <laughs> I didn't get that chance because after we finished the Hennessy bottle, <laughs> the <thing> was still <laughs> I was still going after <laughs> other bottles that were out there. I promise y'all I'm not an alcoholic. I promise y'all I know how to drink responsibility. Responsibility. Responsible. But <laughs>
2: that, that word just beat your head. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but this night, because it was my boy's birthday, and we were all trying to turn up, I felt like I needed to catch up to a different degree. So... I finished the Hennessy bottle, we walk out, they walk back into the kitchen. As I'm trying to come to them, they walk back in the kitchen and they scream out shots, right? So, as they scream out shots, I'm like, all right, bet. Like, shots. Like, what is we fuck is we talking about? My bro pulled out, my roommate, pulled out this bottle of Wood Reserve. And if y'all don't know what Wood Reserve is, I want to say it's about 47% alcohol per container. Like, one of the Mm -hmm. higher... What alcohol is, contents.
4: There...
3: That sounds like that, that sounds like wood polisher. It's literally like whiskey. It's very smooth, but it's very strong at the same time. Like it's smooth. It doesn't burn when it goes down. However, one or two shots and you're good. Yeah. I poured about an eighth into my cup. A little more than a shot, about a shot and a half in the bottom of a red solo cup. And bro was like, yo, you're wilding. And I was like, nah, we straight. Pour <laughs> up, nigga. Pour up. And when I started screaming like that, it clicked again in my, mer- my, my mind. Red flag number two. I'm wilding. So I was just like, nah, nah, nah. Don't worry about it. It's your birthday. Come on, let's pour up. And the niggas was like, all right, like you got it, right? Mm-hmm. Turn around, take those drinks, go leave again. We come back. Next time we come back, we're taking honey jack shots. Great, great drink. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. Fantastic drink. Not the drink that you should be following up after you finish a bottle of Henny. And then took Wood Reserve. All right. Mm-hmm. So because Honey Jack is probably the lowest proof thing out of all three of those things. It is actually. Mm-hmm. It's the smoothest tasting thing at this point. Like it's water. Mm-hmm. Five shots of that a piece. Everyone in, in the group. But because they had been pacing their drinks out. they're They're good. I just mm-hmm. took all this shit at once.
4: <laughs>
3: Bro, last thing I remember is his sisters asked us to make a TikTok. And then after that, I remember ending up on the... We have a little balcony at my apartment. Uh-huh. I ended up on the balcony with my girl at the time. And we were just standing there because I needed the fresh air. And then after that, I remember trying to walk back into the house and almost falling like a cartoon character. Like, you know, when they like just fall with their arms straight out Yeah, I almost felt like that. Yeah, bro. Like, so she takes me to the bathroom. And then after that, all I remember is like getting my senses about me for about five seconds. And all of my niggas was in there. Being my roommate, his best friend, and then our mutual friend Mm -hmm. are recording me. And like, bro, you alright? Like, what you say about such and such? And they're asking me a bunch of questions in regards to. People around me, who I'm with, with blah 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 blah, right? So they asking me about my shorty, and I'm like, bro, I'll marry her, bro. Like, she's my fucking wife, bro. Like, <laughs> fuck all these other bitches. Like, I'm going on a whole ass rant, mind you, slurring every word. My eyes are crossed. I'm hugging the toilet because I'm still throwing up. <laughs> Niggas is asking about what I'm going to eat the next day. I'm like, bro, you asking me a lot of questions right now. What
2: is we talking about? Like I don't know if I to get up off this
3: toilet, nigga. Bro, I wasn't even like, bro. When I say I couldn't even move my body correctly, like, I tried to sit up and just drug my face across the toilet seat. Embarrassing, bro. Embarrassing. Like until I saw the videos the next day, I couldn't recognize how bad it truly was. <laughs> Saying that to say, alcohol is not my thing. If y'all want to smoke, <laughs> hit me up. I'm down to, trying to match anytime, any place, but keep that that hen dog away from me (laughs) anything else you got that's dark keep it away from me
2: (laughs) nah real quick before we get out of here that's exactly why I left Henny alone because I would get so violent with it not violent but like with me it was wild so I'm like okay I'm off the Henny so I'm in here like yo everybody get a shot get a shot get a shot I'm vocal you know how shy and reserved I am.
3: Yeah, like it's not even like it's not even that you just get vocal. Is that you get like I don't want to say pushing because that's the wrong word, but it's like you definitely step out your comfort zone and you're like, "Yo, you're, I want everybody. Like, I want to share the wealth. I want everybody to be in on this." And everybody else at this point is looking at
2: you like, "Bro, we don't want to be in on this." Exactly, because you in your head you can't see it that way, but in in we you see it through their eyes? Yeah, once you, when you take words, a step back stumbling. the next day
3: and you're like, damn, I was like that. Yes, you were like that, my guy. Like <laughs> you were pushing the true limits of who you are. And I think you need to reevaluate the way in which you drink.
2: So that's why when I was like, so now I'm like, Yeah, I can't do any no more. So now it's just beer. And it's it's really anytime I go to a party, I just have a beer. I have like three or four beers, and that's it. Tasked that's me valid. Out. I'm good. Oh good. But
3: that's- yeah, that, that's where I'm at. I don't even, like, really drink beer like that. Like, I'll drink Coronas, Stellas, mm-hmm. and some shit like that. If it's a dark beer, it'll be Guinness. But for the
2: most part, I really don't like to drink beer. Um, Coronas, Bud Lights, and uh, Miller Lights is, is where I go. Oh, yeah, see so you're wilding out. Bud
3: Lights and Miller Lights?
2: <laughs> if you like Coronas, you'll like Stella. But, uh, yeah, as yeah, v-
3: far as... Victoria beer, too. I've never had that. I'm not even gonna hold you. Told you, I don't drink like that, bro. I don't drink unless it's usually presented to me. Very rarely do you catch me in the liquor store, like, yeah, we about to pour up tonight. Like, because this is really not my It's not my thing. It's not my scene. But you can catch me at a weed expo. You can catch me down AC <laughs> in, the, in the weed expo, learning about new types of dabs and honeys and oils and all that. But yeah, just that, that feeling of drinking isn't necessarily my thing. <clears throat>
2: But um, nah, this is this was this was this was a good choice. This was fun. We gonna go ahead. And, I think that's it. That's it. We wrapping on that. Yeah, Bobby, we that's can wrap on that. We can wrap on that. Now I'm gonna make this quick. All right. If y'all want Xavier back on this, For just sure. let me know. All you gotta Let's do out. is hit me up. It ain't nothing to get him back on. Not at all. Uh, like I said earlier, we've been trying I've been trying to get him back on. And he said he'd been trying to get back on. He was trying to get on. But I guess the communication just was never that. And yeah, it's literally just, just schedule
3: at this point, bro. You know, niggas be working six days a week trying to make sure they
2: got time for people, to make sure that they can get out and about. You
3: exactly. Know. So,
2: so I know I lied to y'all and said that I'm gonna give y'all an episode every Monday and y'all didn't get one this Monday, but I promise y'all like I'm gonna I'm gonna make it I'm gonna make up for what um for all the episodes I missed cuz I got a 4-day weekend uh oh, best. Weekend. yeah you got time so I'm gonna definitely make it up so I got I'm I'm just loaded up for the next about 4 weeks so I'm about to do an episode every single day so I'm gonna make up for the next 4 weeks but uh um, so go ahead I, you're not really on social like that, so I, I usually tell my guests to shout out they social. I mean, but... yeah, I'm not on social. All right, so I got an IG, underscore
3: ninety nine underscore. Uh, um, Y'all can follow me on there if y'all want. I don't really post personal images. Like, I'm not a real flicks nigga, but... He always posts
2: on his story. His stories are very interactive and intriguing. Yes, yes, sir, yes.
3: If you want to get on my close friends, either DM me, or if I post a close friends for close friends, John, just react with that and you'll be in and you'll get access to that limited people who are truly interactive and have some fun times with my close friends. Mm-hmm. Main story really is just shit that I'm interested in. Art, cars, shoes, things in that nature. Yeah. Uh, if I feel like a lot of people I've talked to recently are down, it'll be inspirational quotes. But yeah, like, just, if y'all need someone to talk to, no funny shit. Slide in my DM, hit me up. I don't mind talking to nobody. Y'all could never introduce yourselves in person. We could never met. We could have had beef, whatever. I really don't mind being there for people. Um, just yeah. If you want to follow me on socials, underscore Xavier.99 underscore. Check our brother out. I mean, I'm sure if y'all follow Carry on Instagram, y'all can find me. But yeah, yeah.
2: So, y'all fight. Y'all are, most of y'all follow me anyway. So yeah, just go ahead. Um, especially when this when this goes up, I'm gonna be tagging them. So
3: yeah, check a brother out. That's all.
2: That's all. But I really appreciate you sliding through, bro. Of course, of you course, know. anytime. We gotta do this again, definitely.
3: Most definitely, guy. We gotta do a we gotta do specials. Specials, exactly. Hour ain't long enough. We talk too much. Yeah, so we definitely gonna do this again. But uh... how soon it happens is completely reliant on y'all's feedback. So let us know. Let us know where we're gonna be at with this level of communication and podcast style, since it's a little bit different than days past.
2: Yeah. Um. So full transparency, right now. Yes, sir. I just did some dumb shit. I told I told Xavier that the uh, the uh, the manner in which I the app I use to record my podcast uh, usually cuts off at an hour. Um. We are now thirty seconds past an hour, so.
3: this nigga been out here cutting episodes to an hour short. Could have been out here with some no, quality. Not, uh,
2: now that I realize it, I forgot it updated uh, unless you record longer.
3: Hey man, we can cut it here though. Cut it here next time y'all got me tomorrow. <laughs> but yeah, uh, let's yeah. let's wrap it. Let's wrap it. We already been talking for about five minutes. Let's just wrap this one here. <laughs> this guy.
2: Oh, yo, I'm fucking stupid. I'm one of them. I want another twin. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, twin. Yo. (laughs) Oh man. Oh, and um, the song at the beginning of the episode, uh, it's um, damn. He emailed it to me. Why can't get it together? Yeah, get it together. I gotta get it together. I'm fucking laughing. Oh, shit. Uh, okay, so the song that y'all heard at the beginning of this episode is Fade Away by my boy Sav. Y'all remember, y'all remember him from the last episode I did? That was like two episodes ago. Oh, yeah. Shout um, out to Sav.
3: For real, for real, shout out to Sav. That, that guy.
2: Yo, it, that boy be spitting, boy. He, co- he coming boy, up. Real that shit, boy be spitting, boy. Give it, give it like three to five years.
3: Maybe not even. If he really is consistent. Mm-hmm. But three to five years as of right now. I think Sav is gonna be up there. I gotta yeah, I gotta get in touch with Bro because he really liked that for real. Oh
2: on God, for real. But that song is fade away off his uh new EP. Uh him and uh some artist named uh TBD uh called 1430 versus the world. Now I do plan on having him again. Um so that way he can explain what the hell that <laughs> that title is with that uh that EP tough. So, go ahead and listen to that. I'm going to put the song, uh, I'll put the song link in the bio of this episode. And I'm going to be posting it along with uh, the post of this episode when this comes out. So, go ahead and uh, check that out. Go ahead and follow Xavier on Instagram. You already got me on Instagram. And please, please, please stay tuned. Don't give up on me. I will get y'all more episodes. For real, uh, don't
3: sleep. This podcast only going to get better. Because it's only moving up in the world.
2: It really is. It really is. Yeah, don't, don't
3: sleep on this one. This one, it's going to take off. Watch.
2: Like, I know it's other podcasts y'all listen to. But come on. Hey, what, what podcast you going to get? This like, everybody as, started as somewhere. As this. Everybody started somewhere. We need us
3: out during the podcast. And we're here with it. So,
2: I'm going to say this before we leave. I don't get my flowers when it comes to podcasting in the South Jersey area. Listen, man. All I started matters. my show, and then a whole bunch of, like, like Loki, a whole bunch of branch timelines start fucking going off. Oh, I got a podcast out now. I got hey, man.
3: Everybody got to give flowers. somebody inspiration. All you got to do is make sure that you just do it better than the rest. That sounds crazy God. to say, but somebody got to be the best.
2: <laughs> on God. But uh, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and let you go because I got to give myself uh, ready because I got to do some errands before I go on yes, the work. yes, sir. Because I do have a life outside of this podcast, even though I want to make it full time, but in due time, in due in time. time,
3: in due time. But uh, but make sure you right, share so we can produce more content. Let me know if y'all want us back on another episode of Rantless Talks, Irrelevant back. Thoughts, and
2: and and repost this shit like a motherfucker for sure. But uh, this has been the Relevant Thought Podcast, home of the irrelevant thoughts, a safe place for irrelevant thoughts. I'll be your host and Cold guest. Yeah.
3: yeah. See y'all.